0: So about 19 minutes after the hour right here on Max Data. Yes, we are streaming live on the World Wide Web at MaxHowell.com. Uh, take a little turn from the regular sports reporting. Uh, is coming up today. One of the, I guess, all-time greats if you're a movie goer, uh, if you have a fan affiliation, if you're a fanatic about sports. We've got another topic there are fanatics out there about. Joining us now, Rich Secret who hosts the Requiem of the Outcast. Also, you might check him out online at Requiemoftheoutcast.com An avid Star Wars fan Certainly a guy that's been involved in this movement For a long, long time Coming out later today, Revenge of the Sith uh, We'll be talking with Rich about that
1: Rich, welcome to the show Well, thank you very much uh, to you, Max And everybody out there in Radio Land I appreciate you having me on
0: All right, now, first, we'll just open up right quick uh, this, uh, this movement, this Star Wars movement And, and really a fan uh, affiliation Probably rivals most uh, nowhere else Other than maybe some sports uh... franchises around the country whether it be at the collegiate level and or the professional level but uh... star wars phenomenon started back in seventy seven how'd you get involved what's your interest level here
1: uh... well i saw uh... uh, revenge of the uh... excuse me i saw return of the jedi uh... when i was six years old saw it in the theater Mm And uh, I was terrified because they'd shown a trailer for Poltergeist before that happened. Wow. And uh, fortunately, over my 27 years of life, I've gotten a little bit more appreciation for movies, and I'm not quite so scared of it. Although the prequels, they were scary in their own right. Um, but I've been a fan for a very long time. Uh, I've participated in amateur films that are based on Star Wars. I've participated in uh, old-time radio dramas based on Star Wars uh and you know just the overall love and appreciation for everything that is star wars not only because it is a little bit of a geek fetish that many people enjoy but also it's just a, it's it's a fun time you know it's a there aren't many movies out there that and of course i'm speaking of the original trilogy that really encompass a lot of the various film genres everything from dog fights with spaceships to swashbuckling with lightsabers and a little bit of creepy romance will, uh, you know, we'll 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 just look away from the <laughs> incestuous part of that. But uh, the movies themselves and fandom is a is very interesting uh, community to belong to. Everything from your casual fans that just think it's kind of neat to the drooling fanboys that uh, obviously dress up in in every co- form of costume and uh, participate in all levels of fandom, which of course. Sadly, I am one of.
0: But, Rich, you know, I guess that's what drew my interest uh, with contacting you about this particular segment of the show. The fact is I've been so close to identified with sports, particularly at the collegiate level. and, and, And you, being from North Carolina, you know what goes on. At Chapel Hill, among other places, oh, the yeah. people dressing, you know, in the powder blue, and they've got all the identifiable factors uh, around. I, I guess I did a show in Atlanta for about 12 years on radio there, and one of my most favorite interviews ever was a guy that owned a mortuary that literally sold castics. When you raised the lid, it played the fight song of the university. So, wow. I, you know, I could identify that with, you know, with the, you guys that are are so rabid fans because the word fan comes from fanatic. Exactly. And, and, you know, and I think that's, that's the way we get George Lucas has controlled the entity itself, I guess, of the phenomenon, Star Wars, for a long, long time, everything. What do you see, is not only the continued popularity, but for the future? We've been around uh, watching these movies now for almost 30 years. Mm. Well,
1: as per what the future holds, um, obviously George Lucas has realized that he's going to have to put his grandkids through college, <laughs> so he's announced that there are two TV shows that are coming out, one live action, one that... Uh, Will be a blend of CGI and cartoon, much like the Clone Wars cartoons. But uh, the continuing passion, the, the the continuing love of the series, I think it's it's just one of those things where it was, uh, you know, contrary to what Star Trek or other uh, sci-fi shows and movies brought out. Right was a very utopian existence, whereas with Star Wars it was very lived in it was very it was dirty, it was grungy you know half the time uh, what you were seeing was the ghetto of the the universe that 's what George Lucas was bringing, and so a lot of people were able to kind of relate to that also you 've got your corporate enemy, you know much like Tolkien uh, used a little bit of uh, imagery of uh, you know you 've got the very naturalistic people versus the evil. Uh, corporation that was you know trying to devour, take over, and revolutionize, and all this. You have the same with Star Wars. So I think that it hits on a lot of different levels that people just naturally, innately have. Um, I think that uh, there's you know you've got the religious aspects where everybody wants something to be a part of, and and you know the the Force has always been something that was very uh, all-encompassing. You know whether you liked it or not, it was there. There was no malevolent God that was judging or anything like that. It was something that you know, you just kind of felt. So it was still a very easy going no matter what angle you look at it, whether from the who the bad guys are, they were still, they were scary but easy to. Taken as well. I mean, they were beaten by what, like a bunch of furry teddy bears and whatnot, <laughs> a ragtag group of people. So you know, it, it may have seemed scary, but there was still something easy to overcome because good always wins in movies. Otherwise, why do we, why do we want to go watch them? You know.
0: Very true. Vision with Rich Siegfried, uh this morning. He hosts Requiem of the Outcast. He also has a website called requ- Requiem of the Outcast.com. Uh, of course, my two favorite uh, characters there: Darth Vader, and Yoda. Uh, you know, Darth Vader always intrigued me because of his attitude and, and his dominance out there. Yoda, I look like uh, most of my career, so I mean, I, I kind of fit in both of those categories. Tell us a little bit about your radio show and your and your website.
1: Well, the the website, of course, is for the radio show. Um, we've been doing the show for about two and a half years now. We try to speak to a lot of independent uh, media creators. Um, Earl Newton, who has made a film that we've reviewed, an independent filmmaker. Uh, we've reviewed quite a few uh, independent uh, audio creations, much like the old school uh, radio dramas, like The, the Shadow, and and uh, you know uh, some of the comedy ones, the vaudeville acts out there. We try to review those, find them for you, tell you about them. Basically, the best of what the the internet and just people in general, maybe the folks that aren't getting paid to do it, but where the shades of brilliance come from because remember even Quentin Tarantino and Kevin Smith the great directors they started somewhere you know Uh they may not have had the press that the mainstream folks can give but we're able to at least carve out a little bit of a niche and bring our listeners uh, all of the best that we can find.
0: Well Rich I I certainly if followed the economic side of this thing the last time I saw somewhere over three billion dollars being garnered from that, and I hope you've got your fair share Well, (laughs) I've
1: I've gotten a few things, but I did want to say one thing really quick. One of the uh, best parts of being a fan of Star Wars in general is belonging to an organization that, uh, you know, we do a lot of costuming and stuff called the 501st. Well, one of our major charities that we've done, we've always done charity since we began in 97. One of our biggest charities right now is a little girl by the name of Katie Johnson who has an inoperable brain tumor. She's seven years old, and uh, her website is forkatie.org. And if you go to a movie premiere tonight or possibly this weekend uh, to go watch the movie, you may see people in costume. And if you do, just tell them that, hey, we're thinking of we're praying for Katie. Um, A lot of us will have uh, a way that you can get in contact with her or to donate to help out the family and help her out with uh with her horrible struggle, because it's it's tough when, when you're young. It, it's tough to get sure. hit with this anyway, but it's tough when you're young, and, and her parents are going through a tough time, but they're good people.
0: We'll be happy to do that, Rich. we up against a break, buddy. Thank you so much for your time today. Good luck in, in your uh, career as you continue to pursue the Star Wars dream out there. I uh, hope we get a chance to review this again another year.
1: Thank you very much, man.
0: Thank you so much, Rich Siegfried. Uh, from, he's the host of Room of the Outcast. Uh, we'll be right back after a short break right here on Maxed Out.